the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Yes, indeedy. It is hump day. Hump day means Dave Elhoff, the financial thought doctor. I never really put two and two together. Hump day meaning Elhoff, but here we have it. It's become routine and I like it. I like it a lot. Yes, I do. All right. Before we bring in the financial thought doctor, Dave Elhoff, to share with you and discuss the economic information you need to know in our News You Can Use segment. Got to remind you who's with me every night of the week, my partner in crime. It's none other than DJ Tater Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. <laughs> DJ Tater Skins. His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. How's this for a big heart? Go Padres. Yeah. <laughs> I think we talked about this last week. Welcome to the show, Financial Thought Doctor. I don't remember. Are you big into baseball, the Padres? Oh, I keep forgetting that I'm the one that's Press supposed to be button. clicking, a, pressing the button here. We might we not might need to be rethinking this little plan here because I can't even get the mouse to work right now. Hang on just a second. There he is. Welcome back to the show, Financial Thought Dog. <laughs> I think I was trying to tell you last week, you don't want the Dave Elhoff factor to come into play. Because I'll tell you what, there's not a single team that I have supported over my years that has ever won a championship. Dave, so uh, uh, I, I'm a Dodger team. fan that needs therapy. Please. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you may need, you say you're a Dodgers fan that needs therapy. Elhoff is basically what he was trying to say was you don't want him on your team because anytime he supports a team, they lose. Oh, exactly. Root for the Padres. Go, go. Yeah. Speedy for speaking of rooting for um, before we get into some economic news and I didn't even send this to you El Hoff but you know on the on, on the caller board here Skins has put uh, our man El Hoff AKA Fighting Meadows and that is your call sign to remind you guys out there if you're new to, or if you're new to the Andrew K show Dave, Dave El Hoff is not just the financial thought doctor he's an actual real life American hero and patriot former real top gun a real top gun right and um, so thank you for your service, by the way. But I don't know if you saw this report that came out. The New York Post did an article today. And the headline is, U.S. military rated as weak may not be able to win one war as tensions grow with China and Russia. And I don't know, given the fact that to be the the um, top gun financial analyst and, and thought doctor you are, if you have time to be even paying attention to the military. But basically, this art, the Heritage Foundation did a did an analysis and it basically says um that lack of funding 
and lack of good leadership and basically going woke and putting priorities elsewhere except for military readiness has left us uh, pretty weak as a fighting force. What do you think about that, Fighting Meadows? Well, I'll tell you what, I do follow it because the Wall Street Journal yesterday came out with a report talking about how the military recruiting needs were fell short by 25%. Mm-hmm. And the reason why, uh, for the most part, was that from the age 17 to 24, number one, they really don't care about the military. But the other part is obesity, drugs, and track records with criminal backgrounds eliminate up to 75% of those people, <laughs> 17 to 24. Oh, dear. That was in the Wall Street <laughs> Journal yesterday. Okay. <laughs> Um, wow. I mean, it used to be the average teenager, boy or girl, because, you know, young girls join the military as well. The, that's yeah. your fittest. That's your that's your fittest. Right. You're, you're, you're never more fit, supposedly, than when you're 16, 17. So now the 17 to 24 year olds, they're the, the they're la- they're unfit. I mean, doesn't that say everything about how far we've gone as a culture, how far down we've gone as a culture. And, and then on top of it, we've created a recruiting problem and created a manpower problem with the fact that we're about to kick out 40,000 who are fit, who made it in, made it through basic, continuing to keep up with um, their, their PT. And yet, because they didn't want to get the jab, they're looking at being booted. Exactly right. And they're the best of the best that we're losing. And these idiots, some of these admirals and generals and stuff like that, they don't have a clue. And it's interesting that they went through the same kind of training that I went through, and they made it much further than I ever did. But I tell you what, some of these guys are absolute idiots. But you know what? It's part of the swamp. There Mm -hmm. is a swamp within the higher echelon of the military as there is a swamp in Washington, D.C. That is with people that they get ensconced and they get their territory and they won't let go, but they don't do decisions for the best of the country. No, I, you know, you say they made it farther than you did. Well, you know, um, I, what I'm beginning to see is those that, that end up at these higher ranks, you know, admiral and, and colonel and general and beyond, typically are there because they're political. And that's what we're seeing from Mad Dog Mattis. Uh, to General Milley and beyond. And that's partly why the military is in the shape that it's in, because instead of them being Pattons, instead of them being MacArthur's, um, they're, you know, General Milley talking about, yeah, I want to read a book about what, what, you know, uh, about my white privilege. You know, we've, we've got, you know, the whole point of basic, right? And I'm not familiar with, with other branches besides the Marines, but it's about uniformity. It's not about inclusion and diversity. There's no value in the military of diversity, right? It's supposed to be, we're going to break you down to who you are and we're going to create, we're going to turn you into the fighting machine that is uniform, right? In a variety of different ways. And so, exactly. Yeah. It isn't about the color of your skin. It's not about your ethnicity. Mm -hmm. It's about a band of brothers that you come together and you got each other's back. And you go into the fire and you are depending upon 
regardless who it is, whether it's Filipino, whether it's African, whether it's Japanese, whether it's Chinese, whatever you are, you are part of the brand of brothers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. It is not about, oh, I had a hard time getting in here. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, my pronouns. Yeah, my pronouns are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and right now and 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 here we are and it, the same people that are destroying our Department of Defense, which used to be the only competent you know department we had left, are the same people beating the drum to try to you know raising the stakes and and uh, aggravating China and NOCO and trying to push us and if we're it, we're in a proxy war in Ukraine right now, and you know and and anybody who suggests there be some peacetime talks is you know um is is run out on a rail so this is really really serious and as we go into the midterms this is not the number one issue for voters it's inflation it's one of the reasons why your segments and news you can use is so important but this is important too and it's just one more reason folks why when you go into the ballot box and you need to go you know that day uh because that helps overwhelm any fraud uh, games that they want to play you need to be thinking about every aspect of america and making america great again and putting america first and our u.s military was really the fighting force would we might all be speaking german now but for the u.s military so it's something you have to keep in mind okay getting back to the news you can use though um we got to talk um the inflation because that still is the number one issue no matter what the democrats are trying to do by trying to raise abortion you sent me something today housing is typically a leading economic indicator what's the what what does it mean that housing starts declined 8% in September. What does that mean? Well, it's surprising it was only 8%, Andrea, because what it means is this, is that the uh, builders and developers out there, number one, they got supply chain issues. Number two, they see interest rates rising, so that decreases the amount of people that are going to buy new homes. So, and existing homes, too, with the increase of interest rates, it's more than triple the cost for people to get into a home. Triple. Well, Do the math. Well, and, and, oh, it used to be 2%. Now it's oh, in excess of 6%. So it triples the cost for people, first-time home buyers, to get in there. Now, there are the very high numbers, the 92067 area code, the 92037, the 92118. Okay, those numbers that have those big 10 million and above prices, they're going to be hurt. Uh, probably the sweet spot is somewhere in a million to three million. They're not going to be hurt so much. But the other ones, the ones under a million for the first time home buyers trying to get in there, they're the ones that are going to be hurt. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I actually have some numbers coming out of out of Louisiana that I thought were interesting. I want to share really quickly. Uh, and it's interesting because the price of the homes, uh, the percentage of increase over the past year isn't dramatic. But the monthly mortgage payment is, let me give an example, in Orleans Parish, and Louisiana is the only state divided by parish, not county. So Orleans Parish is like, that's like for uh, New Orleans itself, right? So think of think of the French Quarter. Think of New Orleans proper. Um, the uh, the um, in twenty twenty one, 
the median sell price was 332. Now the median sell price is 351. But the monthly note in 2021 was 1192. Now it's over 2000. The monthly note is now up 72%. Cross the lake to St. Tammany Parish, the median sell price, um, because North Shore is less expensive, is 258 a year ago. Now it's 289. Oh, 12% isn't that much, Andrea. But the monthly mortgage went from 927 to 1600. That's 76%. And let me tell you, these prices for these homes in that area are about, you know, as much as difficult for people down there to buy as it is to buy in La Jolla here because the incomes are so much lower there. But a 76% jump in a monthly mortgage, nobody can buy. Nobody can buy at that rate. And that's because they created a situation of inflation with all the stupid things that they did. And now the solution is to jack us on the back end. Oh, we're going to lower inflation by reducing demand. Well, of course you're going to reduce demand. Nobody can afford to buy. Certainly not a home because they increase the interest rates. And I got to tell you something. I say you that article about Brian Westbury talking about Ben Bernanke getting the Nobel Peace Prize for economics. And it was a bunch of crap, folks. Everything he did, he got it for talking about how important banks were in an economic crisis. And everything Ben Bernanke did at that time made our crisis today worse. Everything he did made it worse. Why? Because they went to mark to market instead of talking about cash flow on the actual mortgages that they were doing. And that mark to market will kill a economy in a New York minute. Back in 1938, it was mark to market. Finally, Franklin Roosevelt came out and said, listen, we're not doing mark-to-market anymore. And guess what happened in 1938? The Great Depression ended. So now we're given accolades to Ben Bernanke for the 2008 and nine, and he did nothing other than exacerbate mm-hmm. the problem by increasing the money supply. Right. Quantitative easing, right? Yes. Yeah, and then and then some other things that were done. I don't know if Bernanke was involved in the in the Wall Street bailout and the auto bailout. Yes, he uh, was. Yeah, there was absolutely nothing in any in, in 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 any of those schemes that did anything to help the economy at all. In fact, I talked about last last hour, Elhoff, that I saw a meme that I posted that showed uh, George W. Bush. It showed uh, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama, and the meme said something like 25 years these guys were in total, were, these guys were in office, and they did nothing to help the, the economy compared to what Trump did in just the first two years of him being office. Every one of those three guys, Clinton actually in some ways was the, better, was the best of the three presidents when it came to the economy. I agree. He was, because he had a Fed that was cooperating with him, and he did. He balanced the budget for the first time in how many years? But ever since then, every president has been printing money Mm -hmm. like a drunken sailor, and that is not going to work, folks. You can't pump trillions of dollars into the economy and figure out a way that you're going to pay it back when you have no intentions of paying paying it back in the first place. Right. Well, I, 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 this came to me. Skins pulled this article 
um, right before um, we went we went live, and I haven't had a chance to really review it. Maybe next week we can get into some of the details. But the IRS has released tax inflation adjustments for 2023, yeah. and, and and you know basically just at first blush, it looks like they're increasing the standard deduction options. Uh, you know that, that's not going to help anybody right now. It might not even help anybody a year from now. I mean, the biggest issues that we've got is we've got $30 trillion in debt, right? We're now, we're now jacking people on interest rates. Joe Biden made some stupid uh, you know, announcement today that he's calling for increased U.S. oil production with incentives. First of all, I, you know, <laughs> that got a laugh out of Elhoff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Um, so... Um, uh, which is an interesting thing for him to say, even though I haven't gotten inside the details. I mean, you know, it's one thing to say it. It's another thing to sign permits for, for drilling. But at the same time that he's saying this, he's, um, you know, releasing uh, from the strate- uh, Strategic Petroleum uh, Reserves, yeah. right, which is which is a, st- a stupid move because Trump in 2020 said, quote, we're going to fill the SPR right up to the top, saving the American taxpayer billions and billions of dollars. Folks, you don't have to be an economic expert or financial expert like Dave Elhoff. Just think of it this way. Whatever Trump did worked, right? Whatever he did worked. And that's what we need to do. If we lower taxation, lower regulation. I still think the Republicans spent too much when Trump was in office. Um, uh, I, 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 I want to get inside, uh, next week when you come in, in terms of some of these tax changes for next year. Um, but I don't know that it's going to have any major impact on anybody's lives. I don't know, um, if, if anything, if let's say Biden does, uh, sign permits and there is increased oil production, it's not going to save us immediately, but people need to make some decisions because they're going to continue to jack us on the interest rates, which is only going to make it more difficult for people to pay off the debt that they've got, which is going to make it more difficult for people to buy something if they need to buy it like a car, right? Not everybody has to buy a home, but most people have to have a car, Right. We know that people that that debt increased per household significantly during covid and then recently with the inflation. And yet, how are people going to pay it off? People have decisions that they're going to have to make in the next few months that are critical to their future. And I talked to somebody today that's looking at her retirement and the way she was looking at it to me was very just basic, not with any any strategy. People need strategy. You need to know more than just, am I going to have enough money to live off of? Because there's no way for, first of all, there's no way for you to know because you don't know what's going to happen with the economy 10 years from now and how much money uh, you know, it, what the, what the value of the dollar is going to be and how many dollars you're going to need to buy something. So you, that's not, there's strategies that have to take place to protect people's money. Yes. Yes. You got to be under the idea that your money's under attack every day from inflation, taxes, regulation, uh, um, from depreciation of the dollar, it's under attack every day. And the only way you can make it up is that you got to be able to take and make every dollar that you put to work, hopefully put to work, not spend, but put to work, whether it's in a 401k, an IRA, whether it's in an investment account, but wherever you put it, it's got to do more than $1 worth of work. The banks and institutions, they expect to get a five times return on the turning that dollar over and over and over again. They call that the velocity of money factor. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. and the velocity manufacturer, the bank gives you a loan for a credit card. You pay them whatever that interest is. They get it back. You buy a car, you go and uh, then the car dealer pays off their inventory loan. The bank gets it back again, puts it out again to buy a house. The person goes and buys a house and the developer pays off his development loan. They get the money back. And this goes over and over again. They need to get five to six times making that same dollar do the work of $1. And that's how banks make money. That's how financial institutions make money. They want your money. You give it to them every month through premiums, through mortgages, through car payments. They want to hold on to it as long as possible. And when it's time for you to pay it back, they want to dribble it back to you. Say, we can't give this back mm-hmm. to you. Right. You're going to have to pay taxes on it and a penalty and all this. Yeah. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you because we know you have the strategies for the velocity of money people need to know about. Yeah. 619-548-0965. 619-548-0965. You can get a lot of information. Go to Financial Thought Doctor, all lowercase, Spell it out. dot com. Financial thought. Doctor. dot com. There's a lot of videos on there and other information, blogs, etc., that you can start to think differently about the money because the traditional thought that is out there is costing you money, folks, and you need to identify where that's taking place. Thank you for being here, my man. I've blown way past right. a break. We got to get going. Thank you. Appreciate okay. you. Take it easy. Love you. Love you too, man. All right, now stay tuned right. because. Uh, DJ Skins just brought me in some really bad news. I'm mad. And we're going to share that with you when we come back. You about to get angry. You about to get real angry. Stay tuned. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Somehow I thought that I misunderstood the situation. I thought the CDC was voting tomorrow. I did too. Uh, on um, the whether or not to add COVID shots on the child vaccine schedule, and of course, uh, not a, a, no surprise here. They voted fifteen to zero to add the COVID shots. According to this coming to us from One American News, the CDC advisory committee has unanimously voted to add COVID nineteen shots to the child and adolescent quote vaccine schedule. It is seen as a recommendation rather than as a mandate. However, the decision, according to this article, leaves millions of parents worried due to reports of rising injuries and deaths caused by the vaccine. So what's going to happen here, in my opinion, is the CDC is going to make it a recommendation and then school boards across the country are going to mandate it. Yep. As well as governors. Exactly. Uh, In addition, the CDC is set to decide on whether FISA and Moderna should be permanently shielded from injury liability related to vaccines. Oh, my gosh, this makes me so furious because they know up during the break. They know these shots are deadly. And at the same time that they want to force these on children, they want to protect themselves so that parents have no ability to protect their children from these deadly injections. And let me tell you, if you're a parent listening to me, stand up, stand up, do the right thing for your children. If you're in San Diego, because you know this is coming, the San Diego uh, in every school district, 
Encinitas, they just they just partnered with uh, some you know nightclub out of San Francisco for drag shows. You know that they're going to be pushing this eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I want to hear I want to hear from you if you're what you're going to do as a parent. Are you going to stand up against say that, this? Say no and say not my child. Or are you one of these people that actually thinks this is okay? I'd love to hear from a parent who's like, oh yeah, yep, I'm on board with this. The CD, according to OAN, this article here, the CDC's actions are expected to improve the financial performance on COVID vaccine makers while fueling further debate about vaccine mandates. Yeah, because one of the things that it's going to do, you mentioned this during the break, is it's because of this, it's, it's, it, I don't trust, I, I, there's very, not only do uh, I not trust the CDC and the NIH and the NIAA, NIAID, which uh, Fauci was in charge of. I don't trust the American Medical Association anymore. No. I don't trust mo- most doctors. There's a doctor that came out today that that supposedly fe- John Fetterman's doctor that said he's fit to serve post-stroke. I don't believe that for a second. Let me read the comment that I found in the article. Oh, yeah. This is a great comment. The corrupt CDC and their vote today will lead to massive numbers of parents distrusting all vaccines. The COVID-19 shots are not vaccines. They are not effective and they are not safe. The nation will see rates of measles, mumps, rubella explode due to the rightful distrust of parents who know they have been lied to. Yeah. Yeah. Because if they and think about it, over 70 percent of all drugs that have been approved by the FDA at some point ended up being red labeled. Which means that the well, uh, which means that the side effects or the potential side effects are bad and serious. That's why uh, for many years you couldn't advertise a drug on TV, right? Now when they're advertised, it's they've got to speed up the list of side effects, right? But at least you're informed. At least they're marked. We're supposed to have informed consent in this country, in the land of the free. And now, at the same time that they're trying to make abortion the number one issue, oh, the no, the government shouldn't be in the room with a pregnant woman and her doctor. Well, what do you think is going on when the government's in the room with you and with your children telling you, you better have this injection, have this substance injected into your arm? This is tyranny. This is worse than tyranny. Here's your, here's your fascism. Here's your tyranny. On the heels of all this new information coming out, and all uh, you know, the Varys report, and all all these side effects, and they think uh, no, no opposition, none, none. Uh, uh, last hour we talked about accountability of the deep state. The CDC, the NIH, the FDA, and the NIAID are all just as corrupt as the DOD at this point. The CIA, the FBI, all the alphabets are completely corrupted at this point. The F- why do we uh, why do we even have the CDC and the FDA anymore? Why? What are they doing for us? They're doing nothing but lining their pocketbooks, working with Big Pharma. There the same go. people that have been telling, oh, the Republicans are the party of Big Pharma. No, the Democrats are. Well, especially if what I read was true, if the emergency powers uh, expire in January and a lot of the states let them expire these vaccines aren't going to be free. Money's got to come from somewhere. It's coming out of our pockets, by the way, which are, which are then going uh, to, you know, uh, going to, it's, it's like a big money laundering scheme, basically. 
you know, taxpayer dollars go into, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, the CDC and the FDA to to partner with big pharma to shove drugs and in this case, injections on American people. Oh, these shots are free. No, they're not. Our taxpayer dollars are paying for this so that they can bring these drugs to market. And then and then big pharma, the the billions and billions that are being uh, that are being racked up by big pharma while Joe Biden is criticizing the oil industry. Oh, all the money they're making, the big money is being made by big pharma off the backs and the deaths of Americans through these shots, among other people want to see these mandates. Stop, Andrea. What they have to do right now, if you're a parent and you're just like, well, you know, I, I want my kid to get an education. No, you just say my kid's not getting this. And we'll figure else we'll figure out something else. And if everybody does that, they're going to have to take take these mandates away. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we got to go to another issue uh, that should be at the top of everybody's mind going into the midterms, and that's the border breaking, uh, shocking but fabulous. Audio and video recording was released today by Project Veritas related to the border. This one is going to re- this is gonna, might put a smile on your face. So stay tuned for this. This is the Andrea K Show on AM eleven seventy. The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K Show on the Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Got some emails coming in for y'all. You can always email me. At AndreaKayShow.com, we've got a 24-hour hotline number, 844-814-5227. Here's an email. Go and check that BHRC's head board. She probably just added another notch. Someday I will be carted away just like this poor gentleman. So um, interesting. I'm going to have to go check that out. Not sure what's going on there. Um, another email. Ms. Andrea, you had rerun Monday. Can't find your podcast for Tuesday. Had to miss your show. What am I supposed to think? Now, I not sure w- what you're talking about. I agree with everything you have commented on so far. I pray for our country and my family. Um, I was partly live on Monday. Then I had to run up to do the Dr. Phil show. So that's what happened then. Um, the podcast for Tuesday just isn't up yet because just so much work to get done. And so but look for that to be up. Uh, by tomorrow and um, thank you for that email um, another email regarding what I, we were just talking about with covid oh this is a great this is a great email skins you're going to love this he says also avoid getting transfusion unless it's your own blood going back uh, into you for all the jab free patriots especially great point skins and i were the uh some of the first people to talk about i think skins i don't think if i heard anybody before you and i talking about blood transfusions and why we wanted to make sure that if we needed a blood transfusion, it was either our own blood or it was from donations from people who had not gotten the jab. Still haven't heard people talk other than that comment. I still haven't heard anybody else talk about it. I saw a tweet the other day from a doctor who said that it was the first that he had a patient say to him that she didn't want a transfusion from anybody that had gotten a vaccine. He said it was the first time he had heard of that. And I thought, no. So I do think that people are starting to think about that. I had actually called the San Diego uh, blood bank and asked if they were separating the blood. And she said nobody had mentioned it. She had never heard of that before. Another thing people should consider, too, just in case, you know, uh, emergencies happen, you, you get checked into the hospital, tell whoever you live with, your spouse, whatever, family member, hey, I'm not going to be able to make that decision. If I'm admitted to the hospital, I am not getting the jab. 
I think that, you know, that's something we should talk to Gary Quackenbush uh, on our Tuesday. Uh, maybe maybe we need to get into some specifics next week on the medical directive. Sure, Gary would have uh, some insight yeah, on that. Yeah, on the details on that. Um, because whether it's, uh, I don't want a blood transfusion from uh, somebody who hasn't gotten the jab or... Um, I don't want the jab itself. I don't want the jab itself. Yeah. So these these are things that we need to talk about because estate planning is more than just this is why we do the news you can use segments because we're hoping to bring information um, that you can actually take with you and use in your life to protect yourself, whether it's from protect yourself medically, protect yourself legally, protect yourself financially. And also, by the way, we're if you've got ideas for news you can use segments, let me know. Right. If there's something else we're not covering, something that, you know, because the idea is that it is something information you can use. It's ideas, tips, suggestions. Uh, is there an if you've got another idea for that, um, for information like that, you've got questions on, let us know if, if there's another topic, another area. Uh, so our great pl- email me, com or call us. The 24 hour line is 844-814-5227. Let's go to this Project Veritas. Um, it's only a, 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 a 20 second clip because I know we're up against a break, but I want you guys to hear an admission. This is an, an aide, a top aide for New York City Mayor Adams regarding uh, immigration that um, that you guys are going to find fascinating. Clip five. The city is broke. We're housing immigrants right now from Texas. It would be very easy to be like, nope, not anymore. I think what Abbott was doing has like proven effective. Like it's flooded our systems. I think the optics of this are bad for Biden and they're bad for the mayor. And I don't know that Eric Adams is like, capable enough to navigate it wow not sure the audio was as good as I, I i think it was he starts out by saying new york city is broke and we're housing immigrants right now first of all new york city why would new york city be broke when they have the highest tax rates of anywhere right you know how expensive it is to live in new york city it's classic democrats right tax and spend tax and spend and there's and they're like drunken sailors no matter how much money they bring in it's never enough because it's all about funding their entitlement programs it's all about uh uh, the graft and the corruption going on and then he goes on to say what that what um that they're struggling right now to deal with all these immigrants and he actually said that it was a brilliant move on the part of Gre- uh, greg abbott to send the illegal aliens up there because it put them on the spot and it showed the reality of the situation it's an amazing admission this is why this should be everywhere on the news he says it it, it you know um he said it would uh he said it's proof that the ideas of Biden are bad. They're bad for the mayor. I thought this was absolutely brilliant. And it's one reason why they need to continue to do it. They need to continue to do it. And this needs to be continue to be the focus. Uh, they should be running some of these ads. They should be running this on the on the ads right now for the Republican of accountability. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it just goes to show the impact that de- these Democrats and all of these major cities and in D.C., they love to try to push this false narrative. We talked about this with Brigitte Gabriel, that the only people coming here are unaccompanied minors are just good, hardworking people that are here to do the jobs that no Americans are going to do. Like Nancy Pelosi saying those immigrants shouldn't have been sent to Martha's Vineyard because who's going to pick the oranges in Florida? Right. Um, they don't they never want to deal with or address the reality of not just the national security risk involved, not just the drugs involved 
involved in the human trafficking, but the economic impact on these illegal aliens. If just a few thousand are breaking the backs of New York City, what do you think the millions and millions and millions and millions have done to this country with the open borders that we've had since Reagan gave amnesty? Let's just be straight up. And since Reagan gave amnesty, we've been hearing the number 11 million aliens. It's more like 60 million in this country, and it's breaking our backs economically. And if Republicans are going to talk about inflation going into the midterms, they've got to be talking about this border crisis. And I don't like hearing that constantly the number one way that conservatives and Republicans running for office frame the issue is that it's dangerous and it's scary and it's harmful to the people making the trek. We don't have to apologize for wanting our nation secured we don't have to apologize or provide excuses or frame it as though it's it's bad for the illegals coming here it's bad for our nation you know how many people also do it the right way andrea yeah yeah want to come here great do it the right way do it the right way wait in line instead of acting like a self-entitled burglar who wants to break down somebody's front door and move in and eat everything in somebody's refrigerator and Brigitte Gabriel brought up a great point, which was the vast majority of the millions that have come through, upwards of three million since Biden took office, are able-bodied, military-aged men. That's who's coming here. And they're coming here, and I don't know what percentage of them are good guys coming here wanting to work, because why aren't they staying where they're at working, Right. Or how many of them, because we, we, let's just say 10% of them are raping and murdering and driving drunk and killing people. That's too many. Oh, if we can just save one life. Isn't that what they tell us with gun control? If I can just save one life. If you really cared about, if I could just save one life, you'd be down there. You'd be wanting the military down there securing the border. And you'd be saving thousands of lives. That's right. Going to take our final break for the night. Oh, you know, Stacey Abrams, does she is she on to something with the with the inflation? We're gonna share that with the, with you when we come back. How is abortion a good thing if you're concerned about inflation? Well Stacey Abrams has got an idea for you about that, so don't go away. AK Dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her. She's on The Answer San Diego. So we've been talking about how inflation is the number one issue, but the Democrats have been doing everything that they could to try to make abortion, to get it back uh, up and, and as if it ever was a number one issue. Uh, they thought, and by the way, speaking of the FBI, we've been, that's, we talked about that a lot last, uh, last hour. We still don't know the name of the leaker who compromised the Supreme Court of the United States by leaking a draft opinion and regarding one of the, if not the most important decision that has been made by the Supreme Court in decades. That leaker has still not been identified, told to the United States of America, and had that person fired. So I don't want to hear any more in any any benefit of the doubt given to the FBI or any deep state institution at this point. This, the Supreme Court has been compromised like every other institution. But anyway, so they're doing so. And that was uh, leaked for the purpose of bullying the insti- that institution to do what the Democrats wanted. And when that didn't work, um, they're desperate to try to make abortion back in the midterms. But the uh, number one issue for the midterms. But it hasn't worked. Enter Stacey Abrams. 
She's found a way to not replace inflation with the abortion issue, but make abortion an inflation issue. Confused? Listen to Stacey Abrams. But while abortion is an issue, it nowhere reaches the level of interest of voters in terms of the cost of gas, food, bread, milk, things like that. What can a governor, what could you do as governor to alleviate the concerns of Georgia voters about those livability, daily, hourly issues that they're confronted with? But let's be clear. Having children is why you're worried about your price for gas. It's why you're concerned about how much food costs. For women, this is not a reductive issue. You can't divorce being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy from the economic realities of having a child. Wow. Children are the cause of inflation. You worried about paying the gas uh, price at the pump? You worried about being able to afford groceries? That's the kid's fault. It's because you've got children. What's the solution to the inflation problem? Abortion on demand. Kill all the children. That'll solve the inflation problem. That's exactly what she was saying. This Democrat Party is absolutely evil. I can't control. Absolutely evil and out of control and sickening. You can't afford to have children. Keep your legs closed, lady. But oh, by the way, you, you find yourself pregnant for whatever reason. There are there are organizations out there that will help cover your medical expenses. Quite frankly, there's free medicine everywhere in hospitals that will help provide prenatal care. And then there's organizations that will help you uh, uh, put your child up for adoption. You're not forced to be a parent. And the solution to any economic problem is not killing children. Demented and sick. That's what the Democrats are. And that and, 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 and what she said is no more demented, by the way, than the CDC wanting to force the injection that kills children. That's right. They've been killing children with these shots in the womb. Uh, that's basically these shots were just another form of abortion, by the way, when they were forced on women. Pregnant women aren't supposed to take Tylenol or eat canned tuna. Can't even have coffee. Can't even have coffee or eat canned tuna. But they were forced to be injected with these shots if they wanted to keep their job. The Democrat parties, this going into the midterms, I'll leave it with this. This is truly a battle of good versus evil. And we've got to take our country back because we got a deep state of the FBI, the DOJ and beyond that are the forces Uh, to enforce the evil upon us. We're going to continue the fight tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Email me at andreakshow.com. 24-hour number, 844-814-5227. Peace out. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.